It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. Hot off, uh, hot off a big episode with with Colin Johns, and we're with Cameron Irwin. You've got some pretty big shoes to fill here, Cameron. I was going to say that's a really tough act to follow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I just like to put pressure on people. I'll be, how, some... about, I'll, how about this? I'll be his right side, so I'm just teeing him up. He's the one yeah. finishes. There, uh, there you we go. go. So smart. So smart. So may, maybe you listen to the episode. I did listen to the episode. Come on nice. now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, yeah, you've got some uh, pretty big shoes to fill, but you and Casey go way back seven years. I've, I've now discovered. So Casey, I kind of, I'm kind of going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot here and I want okay. you to give a little, uh, I want right. to give, I want you to give your best intro for Cameron. Oh, How the my poor Cameron. Wow. Okay. <laughs> The, the blonde bomber coming out of San Diego, California, set absolute sauce overseas in Europe as an indoor professional, mm, had a serious back injury, had to take a timeout. She had to reevaluate her direction. She goes into announcing because she has a great memory and loves all sports, not only because she enjoys watching them, but because she's beaten boys her whole life at sports, at any sport. Backyard basketball, dodgeball, frisbee, pickleball, you name it. She's absolutely yeah. dominated. She heckled me at a player party in 2015. That's how we first met and uh, said I had maybe the worst hands on tour. She was joking, but it felt real. And so I was like, kind of like searching for how I should feel internally. Mm -hmm. um, and now she's announcing on the AVP and has been for the last four upcoming now her fifth year this season. Um, you've been commentating as well on pro pickleball tours. Uh, I've heard you left and right. I've been super jealous that you got to be at the events when I was at my garage watching, avoiding my kids cleaning the garage. So Cameron and I go way back. Um, she is an absolute beast on the court of her pickleball, beach volleyball, and then announcing. So I'm super stoked because you're in a similar world as me where we're both kind of in this like same universe of the three things that we're doing except for I don't commentate but that's Cameron Irwin she's a she's an all-star an MVP and a lot of things yeah well wow. so, yeah. I, I like there's a tear like I a tear it wasn't Geeter it wasn't Geeter-esque but I tried oh uh, well no one no one's Geeter no one's Geeter no yeah <laughs> All right, enough enough of the enough of the inside jokes. I'm tired of being like <laughs> the odd man out here. So, Cameron, I know you just from really kind of like I would say just 
pickleball content, if you will, but I first kind of found out who you were because you were doing some commentating for the Orlando Cup last year, which yep. was a production done by Tennis Channel. I know yeah. that you're now sponsored by Carbon, and I also <laughs> saw some clips of you yesterday kind of holding your own with uh, Jesse Irvin, but I want to give you an opportunity to kind of give your your background. How would, how would you describe yourself? <laughs> Um, well, I think Casey did just about everything you could have imagined. Yeah. Um, so though, I, I will correct him on one thing. I did live in San Diego for a time period, but I'm originally from Pacific Northwest, grew up in Washington State. Um, grew up, yeah, it's all good, Casey. It's okay. Sorry. Don't worry. I have, oh. your, I have your bio down pat. It was really oh. fun to see the tables turn because usually I get to like give these nice big intros and like yeah. love on Casey on air. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> Um, so yeah, originally from Pacific Northwest, um, loved sports, grew up playing tennis, um, a little bit of tennis, very little, um, golf, pickleball or pickleball. No, that only started about a year, year and a half ago. Um, golf and volleyball, basketball, just pretty much anything under the sun, youngest of four. So very competitive environment growing up, um, love sports stories and kind of just like went right into that, uh, played uh, volleyball at Oregon, Washington state. And then played a couple pro seasons indoor. And yeah, now all of a sudden I, I got hurt. Like Casey mentioned, that was a good detail, Casey. Bravo. Yes. Uh, yes. The back injury definitely um, sidelined my professional career. Uh, no longer really able to play volleyball, like not even super casually. Like mm. it, it just destroys me. I don't know how this man is doing it at his age. It's honestly <laughs> phenomenal. And not just like doing it, winning, which is even more remarkable. Um, he's the next John Hyden. That's all I'm going to say. And uh <laughs> Yeah, honestly, just so fun. I got into pickleball about a year and a half ago and man alive. I mean, like the obsession is, is as true as it comes. Um, I played like a handful of times. The first place I ever played was down at Bobby Riggs in San Diego. And I had my yep. friend teaching me the rules on the way there. And he's like, I kept asking all these questions. He's like, just freaking watch a YouTube video, like figure it out. And I, <laughs> uh, I played like two or three times and then I was sucked in. So Got I don't know if that right. actually answers your question, but that's my background. Yeah, no. oh, and then I also, I work, no, uh, I work uh, right now for the AVP. Um, I also cover, I'm the host and reporter for the Los Angeles Rams, mm -hmm. the Rams, Super Bowl 56 world champs. And yes. uh, yeah, that's a big one for me. Uh, just so fun to be a part of that crew and that team. Um, yeah. And then I've done pickleball. I cover robotics. I've covered country music. I've worked pretty much anything and everything somebody wants me to talk about. I'll figure out a way to do it. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, so as a Lions fan, you're welcome. You're welcome for, uh, you're welcome for running him out of town and, and leaving him to you guys. To, yeah. To Super Bowl. I mean, he, he, he put in his time there. That's all I'm going to say. And we're really grateful for him. Um, so now you are uh, a pretty avid pickleball player. So again, I saw some clips of you playing yesterday. You look like you yeah. got some game. How would you, uh, how would you self-rate? Like, like what's your rating? Oh gosh. Um, probably like a, a four, seven, somewhere in there. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, good. I've won a couple four fives. Um, and okay. then I've had to take a, some time off just from, from like NFL season and whatnot. And I'm kind of getting back yeah. into it. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's always hard with like self ratings. Like what do you so hard? <laughs> like, I always do you go, go like the humble or do you be like, Oh yeah, like, I'm a five two. Right. Like yeah, I can pro. be up there with Jesse. I'm yeah. like, there's no, absolutely no way. Like it was, yeah, no. Um, I, I luckily these girls are phenomenal and just like willing to play with anyone. Um, Paris Todd is local here and she's been so kind to just like 
hit with me. And then, yeah, like the guys at Carbon, um, Garrett also is phenomenal. A bunch of like five O yeah. type guys, and those that's that's kind of the crew I I play with and drill with. And um, yeah, it's been great. So I I haven't played in a tournament in a while, so I don't really know exactly where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so how'd you stumble upon pickleball? I mean, what was your what was your entry into the sport? Um. So actually, I'm curious how Casey got into it too. But I um I got into me it just too. from a friend taking me a literally like a Saturday afternoon to Bobby Riggs and was like, "We're gonna go do this." Um, it's actually my best friend's <laughs> my best friend's husband, um, and a huge group of uh, my friends down in San Diego go on Saturday afternoons. They have like a time slot, uh, and it's like 40 or so people, and it's like kind of a social hour and everyone hangs out super fun um but instantly i was like oh i haven't had enough of this so i started watching all the youtube clips and learning what a third shot drop was perfect same definitely started out as a banger not gonna lie then started to develop some touch and now i'm back to banging you know so (laughs) i have like this anger a little bit of of an aggression problem which i'm sure casey you can understand too um because i know your style of play on the volleyball court so uh yeah i don't know it's I just have fully gotten sucked in. I played in a bunch of tournaments last year um, and it was like my COVID thing, right? Like I, I, there were no sports going on. Um, Volleyball got minimized pretty substantially. Um, And so it was just tough. I was looking for an activity and that was it. And I, yeah, I played far, (laughs) far too often. Um, And now it's, yeah, it's kind of my life. Like I play probably when, when I'm in town four to five days a week. Like it's my exercise. Oh, wow, like, okay. I don't, I don't want to go to the gym. Like, Must be nice. <laughs> <the> gym. <laughs> same. It's the same. It fulfills all the like multi-direction, the speed and agility. You're like, oh, I can yeah. still play pickleball for a couple hours. And yeah. I feel amazing. Like I've been running drills on a ladder all day. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, sure. I'm the same. So Cameron, you have experience commentating on pro football, pro volleyball, I'm sure based on all the different things you were saying, you probably have some experience in some other pocket that I have no idea about. <laughs> but when you look at, at pro pickleball and like you've, you've commented, you were at the Orlando cup. I think it's, I, I don't think anybody would deny that the pro game has a, a viewership problem right now. What do you think just from your experience commentating on other sports, pickleball is missing or that could change in pickleball that might be able to like, elevate that and and draw more people in uh honestly it's it's so interesting because there's a there's a broadcast standpoint that i think there are elements that obviously like great camera angles slow-mo cameras like for the viewer to be able to see certain things um there's definitely like an elevation that could take place but that just requires money and like kind of a tv entity to come in and take over um but on a different uh like brainwave because i am such an athlete i have a hard time even watching volleyball uh i want like the we call the end zone view right so it's easier to see like the motion and the spacing and those type of things so it's almost like for pickleball you almost want like a kitchen cam and your like your end zone cam to be able to see like certain shots the trajectory but then also like the spacing and so but right i think what's interesting is right now from a viewership standpoint, like who, who are your viewers? It's like pickleball fanatics, right? Like everyone's coming in to watch. So you have to ask, what does the audience want to see? And I don't know about you guys, but when I watch pickleball, I want to see a lot of that end zone view, but I also am like, can we, can we start at the back? Right. So you can see the third shot drive or the third shot drop. And then can we zoom in to be able to also see like 
a closer up end zone view of the kitchen line. Like, what would that look like? Yeah. yeah. Let's see now, like, the spacing and the reach. And maybe it's even like a, I don't know, maybe you're flipping back and forth from, like, your replays are the the net view of the kitchen cam so you can see, yeah. like, how far they're really reaching or what is their paddle right. angle or those kind of things. But that all just comes with. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> and camera. Yeah, that, that, that for did a really good job of that i think everyone was like shocked to see i think the slow-mo cams and to see how much the ball spinning was incredible mm-hmm. it was really cool yeah that's yeah. stuff that they incorporate with the challenges and incorporating like a hawkeye long term like they've done with the world tour for us and you're like whoa this really yeah. changes a lot of things and then the net view for replays and watching like the block reach over the net and you're like oh my gosh that guy's like three feet over the net as you're attacking those yeah. angles and pickleball, they relate the exact same way to a viewer on TV where you're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. I think having honestly, that would be huge. And honestly, um, like a great example, um, and I don't know how you do it. It's almost like you need like a, a major close up. But yesterday, um, just getting to hit, you know, alongside Jesse, one of the things I realized is like I've called it several of Jesse's matches, but I, I didn't realize like how good her backhand like reach and flip is and her ability yeah. to be so deceptive. Like you don't recognize that stuff one until you're playing against somebody, but even yeah. when you're playing alongside somebody and I was going like, I'm, I've called so many matches, but I had no idea how good she is at this, like flipping the ball up. Yeah. Sorry, this is not, <laughs> this is not a good interpretation. Sorry, yeah. Jesse, you do this way better than I do, but her ability to like punch and reach and roll from the same position, yeah. like, and it's different than a lot of other women. Like a lot mm-hmm. of women, you're seeing like them slicing the ball back or punching, like just punch volley. And it's, it's, it's different. And it's really cool. I'm like, how can we display how differently these athletes all kind of yeah. approach the game as well? Yeah. Right. You know, Her time, like process time before contact is she holds it longer than anyone. And I'm just like, even th- on YouTube, I'm like waiting and she's like, this long like pause are you lean and then she just like vic she just exploits you right it's crazy how just even through like watching on youtube how well she holds that stuff i can't imagine like in life in real life i just be standing there like my eyes and like leaning like i'm gonna hit in the face, I'm gonna hit in the your face. face. i know it's coming it's yeah no I, th- I think you're alluding to the fact that she also conceals her shots really well or like right. her dink versus Very her versus her role they all look the same mm-hmm. I, we were talking a lot about that with kyle casey and, and casey you do yeah. a lot of co- you do a lot of coaching is this something that like you're trying to tell players to do more is this like an active conversation that you're having yeah, I think that when you talk about any sport in general, the, the like focus on the process time before you make the actual like contact on a ball or a specific play, I think that if the high, high elite athletes, they live in that world longer than so much on contact of the ball with the paddle, right? And so, I mean, that's what I noticed that was similar to volleyball is like if my hand is on the volleyball longer I have more time to manipulate it and direct it right same thing with the paddle where if I've got this long process where I'm watching and I'm developing watching the ball and I'm able to flick it one way or the other and redirect it's the same in volleyball I want someone to lean and then I exploit them it's the same thing here and so that's something that we teach a lot in volleyball it's the same yeah. kind of a thing and I'll also go, jump off of this because I know you mentioned that I, I cover a lot of different sports, but one of the things I love so much about sport is that, and, and especially team sport, they all 
typically have like an underlying theme that you just have to kind of figure out to be able to talk about or play or, you know, whatever. And I think one of the biggest things is not only you talk about deception. I think that's like tier two once you get to that higher level. Um, but one of the like most simplistic forms is of, of most team sport is about finding and creating space and then being able to execute a shot or a play yeah. to be able to finish it off. So like creating space is so big. Beach volleyball, you think about basketball at the highest level professionally, you set up plays to, to create space and then you have to execute a shot. Yeah. Just like pickleball, you're trying to go wide to be able to go up the middle or you're trying to hit somebody, you know, paddle side to be able to then finish go, going a different direction. But it's all about creating opportunities and then executing on that next and final play. And a lot of that has to do with the setup is a lot of that deception you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Kyle, Kyle, Ben, and Colin would all talk about their combos. Right. And I have never used combo in, in pickleball before. So it's, <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, they're always thinking uh, – a step ahead or, or multiple yeah. steps ahead. And oftentimes it's all about creating that space. So then you can get the, you can get the next shot and, and pull trigger when you have that opportunity. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's fun when you have that much control where that becomes something that you do and you're like, Oh, that's a lot more fun than just like think it over. Cause that's what everyone, that's what everyone does. So I guess I'm supposed to do that. And you're just leaving absolute like yeah. free meals for someone to speed up on you. It's, it's crazy. Cameron, I thought you were gonna redirect and go toward, uh, go toward, bring up, bring up Matt Stafford again because you're talking about deception and he has like an unbelievable the no, no look, look passes. Yeah, oh. yeah. So People don't. Rad. It's 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 nice to see that he gets that recognition now that he's in a big market because in Detroit we'd all be like, is nobody watching this guy? This is unbelievable. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there are so many with Cup this year that like, gosh, there was one, um, and they watched it. It was in the Super Bowl, and I think it was his best one of the season. I think it was on third down, but like we had to have it. I'm I I could be recalling this wrong, but literally like eyes somewhere else and just like kapow and it was so funny because there's a video of them at disneyland the next day which i guarantee you none of them slept like watching the video of the like the slow-mo back and both <laughs> of them just being like oh like that was our best one like astonished right. at their own skill set and i was like <laughs> it was it was one of the raddest moments and aaron donald standing right next to him too and he's even like what the heck like how do you guys do that <laughs> it was really cool yeah it was amazing he's so, so good at it Cameron, I'm sure you know, like, like you know a lot about Stafford and his and his history. You know a lot about an Aaron Donald, where he came from. In pickleball, I feel like we don't like we bring up Jesse Irvin. I have no idea what her background is, and yes. and everybody has an interesting story, right? Regardless yeah. of who you are, because that's something you look at as like, okay, we definitely need to build upon this. Yes. And is there like, how do we make that happen? Oh my gosh. Um... I may be speaking out of turn here, but yes, like without a doubt. Um, and just to give you like a bit of an example. So I'm, I'm gearing up to do, we have some tournaments on the AVP tour um, and I'll be calling some of them um, from home remotely. But nonetheless, I have spent and I'm setting up right now, which is why I was giving Casey a hard time. I, I have calls with, what is it, our we have 16 teams in the main draw. So that's 32 on the men's side, 32 on the women's side. So I have 20 minute interviews with every single one of them before we even get to our first tournament. Like yeah. where I'm just, it's just me one-on-one -on -one talking with the athlete. And it's, 
I think it's time that you, you know, it's not anything that's required of me or set up by the league, but it's the time it takes to like get to know your athletes. And I'm, and I'm even in my, this will be my fifth season. So it's like, for me, I, I, even though I know Casey's story and backstory, and I've talked about it for years and years and years, there are still so many things that you have to update. And especially with a tour situation, like, like for instance, the APP or the PPA, the MLP, all of those combined, you're talking about a lot of the same athletes and a lot of the same athletes finish at certain levels, right? And so you're seeing a lot of the same teams on championship Sundays, even on Saturdays in terms of coverage. So like you, you have to dig in, you have to be willing to put in some work and have just like genuine relationships and genuine conversations with the athletes because otherwise the information gets kind of stale, right? Like you're always going to talk about Annalie being 15 years old and it's like, okay, well, what about the fact, like, tell me, why does Annalie love dessert so much? Like we all love dessert, but like where where are the (laughs) top 10 places? Annalie, when she wins, she goes and gets dessert. Where are the top 10 places she's got dessert? And it's like, those are the type of things you need to build. Um, And I literally, I have player profiles on, again, it's (laughs) 32 men, 32 women gearing up. And I have full documents of information that is to date this like it's for this season so as much as you can like set up for instance like somebody like jesse it's the same thing it's like well yeah we can always talk about colin johns comes from tennis but it's like let's find out some things they're doing on the side or you just kind of you got to put some work in behind the scenes to be able to get those stories you got to have conversations and relationships um and again that's where uh i think the next step when you bring in full tv right like and you have somebody that is is dedicated to doing that that's when those stories are going to be able to get out and it's just it's hard when you're the athletes are jumping around and you've got so you're covering so many hours you're already working 10 hours a day like it's trust me it's not easy it's tough and you have to find the time and honestly like it has to be worth your time right (laughs) too like as a broadcaster so um yeah, I don't know. I, I totally agree with you. And that's one of the things with pickleball that I'm like, I, I remember doing the Orlando Cup. And I just like, I remember walking up to Jay Davillier. I'm like, hey, Jay, like, what's going on? Would you mind? Five, I need five minutes. If you give me five minutes with someone, I can call an hour and a half long match because I can come up with five, five stories yeah. in like two seconds with them. And that's all I need. Like, right. you just, and the athletes in pickleball have been phenomenal. Everyone I've talked to, um, from like Riley, I've talked to Riley. You talked. To, there's so many guys. Callan Dawson also phenomenal. Um, Harris Todd is great. Jesse's been great. Uh, Simone's been wonderful too. Like they're everyone. The access is there, and they're so willing to tell you the stories. You just got to ask the questions. Yeah, yeah. Adding that depth and the layers to when you're commentating, it's so much more valuable because you're telling a story that is actually interesting versus what, you know, if you're just talking about what we're seeing, like, that's okay. But like when we yeah. go into a post interview, when we had like the whole like Amazon setup, like you're there, Dane's there, Dane Blanton, he's a gold medalist. <laughs> and like, I know that. And then, you know, we roll in there and we feel so comfortable that the interviews and the information we're giving you is so much better because there's that like ongoing relationship where we know and we're evolving and, and we want to share more things versus, yeah, yeah, we stuck to the game plan and uh, thank you for our sponsors for letting us play. You know, I mean, nobody, it just, yeah. there's nothing there. So developing the characters and the, 
you know, knowing where Annalie wants to go for dessert after. I mean, does she go dairy free? Does she go like <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate? Is she like a cookies and cream? You know what I mean? Like yeah. knowing that stuff for the fans is so fun because then, you know, like in the last AVP, I had some fan bring me a pickleball that was, they, they marketed it to make it look like an AVP Wilson volleyball. So it was a pickleball that looked like a volleyball. And they're like, we know you love pickleball. Here you go. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing anyone's given me. This is amazing. So like knowing those things, are, it's so valuable. And I will say too, that it's a, it's a little bit of a balance in an art form, right? Because just like pickleball and um, beach volleyball and pickleball are similar in the sense that you go in with a scouting report that is considered like IP, right? Like, like yeah. that is your intellectual property and you're like, you have to have a great skill set, and you come up with something, you may be able to beat somebody because of your game plan compared to somebody else's. Right. So as much as like as a play-by-play -play and as, as an analyst, like I want to know those things, but I also have to protect the things you tell me. Yes. So like if, if Casey is saying like, Hey, like this is an area um, I think we can, you know, rip balls into the heavy into the angle. And I think we can shoot high lines. It came. And I think if we, we delay a second longer, if we attack out of the middle, all these sort, certain elements, right. That's a game plan that Casey owns. And if yeah. he tells me that I have to be able to go on air and say, instead of saying, Hey, Casey's going to look for the high line here. It's wow. Casey's really exploiting. He scored seven <laughs> yeah. points there. Right. Like what's right. the adjustment? So there's a certain element of like protection and trust that you have to, you have to gain as a play-by-play -play and as an analyst um, covering a team. And it would be the same in pickleball. You know, it's like, uh, Hey, this time Callie is going to absolutely rip ball. She's going to go more aggressive with her third shot. She told me beforehand. So instead of being like, Hey, watch for Callie to do this. This is why it's like, wow, Callie is really attacking right now. I wonder why that is. And then you go to your analyst. I don't know if this is more like, broadcast yeah. talk, but it's right. It's all about that relationship and how you can develop the TV side of a sport and the trust to be able to better help the game. And then the second tier is like, the more you guys tell me, the more the athletes tell me about who they are as people and what their interests are. Like once it gets to TV, you have to imagine that's like money in their pocket, right? Like if Casey's yeah. super into, um, Legos, I don't know, photography. Yes. Boom, yeah, photography, Legos, yes, exactly. Any of those things, <laughs> I can say that on air and be like, hey, like this guy is spending like hours on his photography like hey sony where are you at canon where are you yeah, at like find right. this guy because this is a huge sponsorship opportunity for you and yeah. so the the players also have to understand like the more intel and the more they interact with me on camera and the more they give me the more i'm able to also help sell them to sponsors which is a huge part of pickleball and beach volleyball yeah it's yeah. true yeah sorry well, i'm going I, off I, no <laughs> no it's 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 all in it's all interesting i think um problem is nobody's it's, it's all about what they give you but nobody's asking and yeah more more yeah. more than that more than that there, there are stories to tell and let's just say we go gather those cool. stories that, well then where do we where do people consume that content where do people consume those stories there there aren't that many media outlets in pickleball right like there's pretty much yeah i think we're the only like blog out there that you can go and like read what's going on day to day and in pickleball yeah. besides like watching the the pro tours themselves right but part of it's yeah. like chicken or the egg right it's like we don't have these platforms because the pro game isn't developed enough so we have to kind of like wait to get to that point 
and and it's it's sort of like we're we're just kind of it's almost like a a timing thing at at this point. Yeah. But then the question remains: Will the pro game continue to grow? Yeah, and get oh, to yeah. that point organically. Oh, I think I a hundred percent. I there's and maybe I'll end up eating my words, but I I without a doubt um, think it will. Um, I think people are watching on a regular basis. I think people are playing on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and one of the big differences between because if you if you go off the model of beach volleyball because we always talk about it but the growth of the sport and there are a lot of similarities but one of the big differences is the amateur the amount of amateur play and how it it coincides with the professional tournaments and I always sit here and I know that the pros want to have kind of like their own area and rightly so like I totally get it um this is your job this is your investment like I totally understand but at the same time, having the growth at the amateur level that feeds the rest of it, like beach volleyball, it, it, it's limited in the sense that you have to have sand, like you need to be by a coast or it's limited by weather. Whereas a lot of pickleball, like now there's indoor facilities and yeah, it's limited to weather to a certain extent, but it's a lot easier to build a pickleball court than it is to truck in 20,000 tons, tons yeah. Yeah, to, to <laughs> yeah. have a volleyball court. Um, the level, the level of entry is a lot lower in terms of like, you know, you can get a paddle for 30 bucks and, and play casually. So I do think because of that element, there is a huge opportunity for this sport to continue to grow. I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. And I also would say that I feel like pickleball is the new like golf. I can't tell you how many like business meetings (laughs) I go on. Whereas like I used to be on the golf course hanging out with people, talking sports, talking opportunity, you know, like that's, that's the old school way. And now it's pickleball. Everyone wants to play pickleball. Like (laughs) that's, it's crazy. And, and everyone asked me about it. I can't tell you how many times when I'm, you know, on site, uh, I remember being at the Super Bowl, like, and it was in Los Angeles, which helped, but like people wanted to come up, talk to me about volleyball all the time. (laughs) And people wanted to come up and talk to me about pickleball all the time. Like, I feel like we should be discussing the Rams at this point. Yeah, like, we're yeah. currently watching football. <laughs> we should be talking about like, yeah, what's going yeah. on. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't foresee it slowing down. I don't, I don't have a concern there so much. There's a good I product. Agree. I think it's, it's so much more of, if you look at it on a digital world, it's more of like a YouTube channel and you're building and creating content and letting it yeah. live. And it's just picking up more and more momentum to where it's just going to be unstoppable. It's the Mr. Beast of sports right now, right? It's just like yeah. through the roof viral. And because of the age group and the entry level, like you said, that to me was the first thing I noticed that was like, oh my gosh, you could be like eight years old or 90 and you can come and play every night, put yeah. your paddle in the rack and you can get exercise and socialize. I'm like, this is like the ultimate yeah. combination of everything that a competitor wants, that someone that doesn't want to be super competitive, but social um and then have the chance to play a sport it's i would agree it's just it's just exploding and you watch all the players like zane's youtube channel you got simone doing her like reels all the time yeah everybody now sharing content and coaching tactics and strategy from just the players alone because they see the value in how it's growing i mean that's just a a snowball effect that's just going to get bigger and bigger and now i will say to go back to like how do you consume it when it does because I imagine it will, when it does become more of a network televised event um, and it's full tournament coverage, all of those things, there's going to be mm-hmm. a bit of an adjustment as well in terms of the content and what's said. Yeah. So like all of the YouTube channels 
and the how to's and the Instagram reels, all of those things are going to remain necessary um, because they tell a greater story and they get more in depth. And when you bring in a TV network, there's going to be an education process for the general public and it's going to yeah. take time. How long has volleyball, yeah. how long has volleyball been around? <laughs> how long has beach volleyball been around? And the, there are still times when I cover on network television, the game of volleyball or beach volleyball that I am asked to say, Hey, it's two out of three sets or it's three out of five sets. Game's right. 25 so, must yeah. win by two points. And that is, that is literally asked of me. And the game of volleyball has been around forever. So there is going to be a growth period and there has to be patience in terms of, of an audience to understand like yeah. you have to hit every demographic, the person that might be tuning in for the first time flipping through and like, Oh, this is what everyone's been talking about. Wait, how does the scoring work? So there's gonna have to be some of those like painful moments for the, uh, for the viewer <laughs> that does love pickleball. It's like, we know the rules can yeah. come on. Yeah. Then you're also going to have to hit the other demographic of the, the pickleball fanatics of like, wow, like they know what they're talking about. Like, look at the strategy. How about this story? So it's right. going to be kind of melding all of that together. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, accessibility is, is definitely there. I mean, the yeah. game is, is growing everywhere. Courts are popping up all over the place. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> in, the, in the area where you guys are, you're, you're both in the L.A. area, right? Um, uh, it's a lot farther away, but yeah. I'm north and she's LA's south. L.A. is huge, though. I, that's not, I don't ever <laughs> yeah, get It's like, in the middle. Yeah, we both, both Casey and I have decided we've gone the opposite direction. We were, uh, I was in Manhattan Beach for about two years and then I moved to Corona Del Mar, which is just right next to this Newport in Orange County. So I'm oh, okay. down All that right. way. And I know that in Newport, the game is, is growing a ton. Like, can, are yeah. you guys seeing, is it, is it tangible? Like the, the growth around you, the more people on the court? Oh yeah. Sure. Um, I, I'm a member at the Newport Pickleball Club here and the membership yeah, right. like went through the roof. Yeah. Where they do the Takea showcase. Um, I mean, there's like 30 plus courts and there are certain days that you go in and it's still like jam packed. Um, like every court it's like any hour of the day, it is absolutely wild. And I know they had like quite the waiting list to get in for a while. And I luckily got in, it was a, a year ago, almost <laughs> like this month that I, and I was like lucky enough to be one of the ones to be able to get in right away. Um, but yeah, the growth is, is wild here for sure. Yeah, the same. We've got like a 16 court facility being built over by the airport in Camarillo that's in the works. I mean, in Camarillo, which is like the retirement home of Southern California, there's like no action here. And they're like, they're building everywhere, converting tennis courts all over the place. And so, yeah. um, you know, I have Intel too on like a, a facility near Provo, Utah, where they're building 60 courts outside in Utah. 60 to like host massive events like these are outdoor which you have maybe five months out of the year you can be outside where it's tolerable and they're building them because they know they can host huge events and they can develop the sport and it's so big in utah that it's like all right it's just exploding everywhere not only yeah just where we are you and i also it. like to say washington is growing too i know there's a couple indoor facilities where i grew up in it i mean let's be real it rains about 370 days out of 360 days of the year. So <laughs> indoor courts are necessary. And it's yeah. the, official, the official sport of Washington. I feel like it was amazing. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. I'm jealous. That's amazing. Uh, Cameron, what uh, are you going to be doing like some more commentating coming up? Are you going to continue cool. to lean into pickleball? Or, or are you, uh, I mean, you're kind of like sneaky 
about to be a pro at this point. You're sponsored. No, you're no. playing with pros. No. I mean, like, what's going to happen? She's a child for Carbon. It's just, if you see Carbon, it's her hand or her ear. With the, it's, everything's yeah, scary. Right. <laughs> I actually, the t-shirts, I was laughing because we, we did a shoot with the t-shirts or whatever. And I was like, that's my body, my head. Yeah, there's my, my neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely nowhere near becoming a pro. Um, I, I understand the years it takes to get to the level that these athletes play at. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a year and a half in and I'm, I'm athletic and, you know, I can get away with a few things here or there. Um, but maybe, I don't know if I had like Jesse next to me, I might be able to win a game or two, but yeah. Yeah, no, I think, you know, for me, I um, I want to see the sport of pickleball grow. So I want to help in any way I possibly can. So if that means, you know, me being an ambassador for the game or being behind the mic or in front of the camera or playing for that matter, any of the above, like I'm kind of willing to do it all. Um, I don't know what my next like pickleball event is, to be honest with you. Um yeah, I don't know. Right now, I'm just trying to get as good as I possibly can at playing because I'm, I'm like, it's my, it's my pastime and my love. So I'm kind of right. doing that on the side. And then I've got AVP season. So, or in this next week of uh, Pac-12 championships for beach volleyball and the NFL draft. So I'm covering that for the Rams. Um, yeah. And then I don't know what after that. <laughs> Austin, it just kind of goes all through the summer. I'm all over the place. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, looking Those forward to seeing kids. more of like your. Uh, I have kids. You have events. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what requires more attention, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same amount. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Uh, well, this was great. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Um, I hope to see you, you back on the back commentating some events here soon for tennis yeah. channel or, or somebody else, but. Uh, in the meantime, I'll just look out for like your elbow or maybe like your ear in, in yep. like a pickleball ad or something. Yeah, like shots of a shoulder and then a carbon paddle. Yes. <laughs> Cameron, hi. Yeah. Let's just say you want no action shots of me actually playing um, because I just... have the worst facial expressions. And I know a post just went out that was like, whose game face is worse than everybody else's? I'm like, I saw that. Yeah. Without a doubt, I would win that competition. Like, I. <laughs> Oh, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Let's just say no action shots for Cam. <laughs> Got it. That's so, bad. so good. All right, Cameron. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks for having me, guys. It was super fun chatting with you. All right, guys. I want to talk to you about FitAid Energy Boosts, the original sports recovery ingredients in FitAid with, listen to this, 200 milligrams of clean caffeine from green tea. That's right. I'm a, I'm a caffeine addict. It's like my one vice. This stuff is insane. I, uh, I didn't have the foresight to save any of it. <laughs> so I <laughs> drank it all, uh, which is a bit of an issue. But uh, I can attest that this stuff is, is unbelievable. So it's got all your branch chain amino acids, turmeric, electrolytes, vitamins, and clean caffeine. They all come together in four deliciously electric flavors. Deliciously electric that are naturally sweetened with only 15 calories. It's the performance energy drink for athletes, fitness buffs, or anyone looking for a clean, effective boost. So where do you find it? Great question. Go to LifeAid Bevco. That's L-I-F-E-A-I-D-B-E-V-C-O 
com today and you can save 20% and get free shipping on your first order plus with our exclusive coupon code dink20 dink all caps so all caps d-i-n-k two zero at checkout uh, that's lifeaidbevco.com and code dink20 for 20% off plus fast free shipping the future of energy drinks is here welcome to energy 3.0 that's a catchy tagline Okay, let's talk about uh, Nature's Willow. So this is a natural pain relief cream for muscle and joint pain. I've been using it lately, particularly for my elbow. Both elbows right now have uh, have a little bit of uh, pickleball elbow, if you will. Uh, mostly my my left, but for whatever reason, it's my right too. So I've been throwing this on there every day. It's awesome. And uh, my favorite part about it actually is that like it smells super relaxing you know you know when you were little and like your mom would come back from the store and get like a candle or some sort of like i don't know other product you'd be like god it smells delightful this is like that so it acts just like aspirin uh i've actually been using their soap <laughs> which is uh it's just like it's got that sense it's just like super super relaxing and um yeah it's got the the pain relief cream in there they also have this uh willow balm uh pain relieving obviously it's willow balm the pain relieving patch you can just throw a patch on there if you prefer it that way uh, but they have a bunch of other awesome products as well so they're made from the ancient pain fighting ingredients from white willow bark and i mean i'm gonna butcher this one helix from <laughs> h-e-l-i-c-h-r-y-s-u-m and other essential oils it's uh, homeopathic, non-toxic, dye-free, paraben-free, and there's no artificial fragrances. Uh, so it's kind of like that cooling. It, it doesn't burn. Kind of like that, uh, you know, that one brand we all know, that uh, Shack Reps. Uh, it's got that same kind of like nice, nice, uh, uh, like re relieving feeling to it. Uh, but I'm a big fan of it. I'm glad we're working with them, and uh, you guys should definitely check it out. Oh, I just booted her from the entire studio. Whoops. Oh, you just, just delete. <laughs> oh, I was worried. I'm like, what's the, the TV show all the kids are talking about now is the, where they played the games and they would die first round. Oh my gosh. I'm terrible. Squid games. Squid games. My <laughs> kids get, are getting in trouble in like fourth grade because they're playing actual squid games at school. And so really? now they're not allowed to play red light, green light. They're not allowed to, allowed to really? play all these games that we used to play. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's absurd. Yeah. They've outlawed squid games. Um, yeah, come on. <laughs> all right. Well, before Cameron, uh, before we got going with Cameron there, we were talking about the the Colin episode. So yeah, that obviously crushed. Uh, particularly, what I thought was funny was like the simplicity of the pickleball was not designed to be played 50-50. You should not yes. be covering 50% of the court. That is yeah. a very like simple sentence that kind of like when it's said, you kind of go, yeah, but that concept, it, I guess within the pickleball world, at least like kind of went viral and people like, I think it made a light bulb go off for, for people, but yeah. um, no, I mean, I, I thought, uh, I think, I think we've cracked a little bit of a code here actually. And it's that these episodes crush when we talk strategy. 
Yes. And people so want to, people want to hear about strategy and like thinking through the game and like the chess match that happens on the court. Right. Yeah. 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 Dude. I agree because you think about all the phases you go through in pickleball where you start to understand more and you're able to hit different shots and kind of like we've been talking, have strategy and, and, and set up plays to execute in a different area. And until you have that control, it's like that world really doesn't live in your thoughts. And then once you do and you start to notice, hey, I got to return deep and low. Hey, I got to push these guys when I dink, not just dink because that's what everyone's doing. I have yeah. to be almost offensively dinking. Um, this kind of stuff, we start to eat it up. And I think the majority of the pickleball world now lives in that, that realm where if they're listening and they're watching that we want to improve those little like micro improvements throughout the game because I think a lot yeah. of us are in that world where we're teetering on okay I'm a 4-0 and I want to get to five and that's the realm we need to really understand this stuff and I think you, I agree that the code is definitely the strategy the gamesmanship and then you know setting up the combos like Ben said all that yeah. kind of that stuff is so valuable well dude the game's just like growing and people are playing so much that I do feel like we're we're sort of like at this period where everybody's kind of like everybody's at a certain level now and it's time for innovation yes it's time to start putting new systems in place playing with your partner in a more strategic way thinking right. three steps ahead because everybody so i mean like people say Pickleball is awesome because anybody can get on the court with anybody and have like a fun competitive match. <laughs> but I also think it's because like there's so much room for innovation within the game. Yeah. Like I think everybody is able to get to a certain level where you can dink, you can third shot, like you know yeah. how to go down the line. Like you, you, you start experimenting with lobs, like you can dink for days and it's like, all right, now how do we take it to the next level? And yes. that is what Ben and Colin are doing. They're right. innovating. They're designing the systems that are pushing the limits and going to be how everybody is playing tomorrow. So I think that's why that episode did so well is like everybody's now looking to figure out like how to get that edge and how to take their game to the next, the next step. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the reason why I'm like asking questions. Cause it's like the celebrity, the sim, oh, I can't say the word, how, how similar it is with beach volleyball and, and pickleball when it comes to the partnership flow a lot of times there's this like triangle in the game it's my partner's next to me the ball's in front and we kind of float in this like triangular motion where if yeah. i am able to dink a ball we kind of shift and we move and we open up and right. we slide and we do the same kind of things in pickleball where that yeah. chemistry is like very yeah. important that's why when people ask me like hey where do you rank i'm like depends on who my partner is 100%. Yeah. I feel like I can fluctuate like an entire like ranking depending on who I'm playing with. For instance, I played with Ben one time just for fun. And I was like, oh, dude, I could absolutely ball because he would hit a third and I would already be at the line ready to just use my 7-2 wingspan to just yeah. coach anything, right? Or, nice. or a speed up. Oh, dude, it was, it was <laughs> insane. I'm like, wow, is this, this is so fun. And it, it immediately took me to play look think and feel at a, like i'm at a different level yeah and the game started to slow down versus feeling like i was stressed and being attacked all the time and those strategies and and that control it's it's the next next wave and we've seen that in, in our sport where 
the game went from high ball to just like, let's say you go through your banging phase and you're hitting shots to it was fast tempo fakes, which is the misdirections in pickleball, like all of these types of things and the systems as a team. Hey, we've got this specific play that also combos with another play, but they look exactly the same. So I'm able to set this up and we're okay giving that middle ball away because during match point, we're going to poach and take it and we're going to execute. Like that's the kind of stuff that Colin and Ben just show up and that's all they talk about. And they just like, they probably rep it out. All right, this is what happened to us against Matt and Riley. Let's do this, 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 boom. Okay, perfect. Now we'd have that for the next final. And then they're executing and then Matt and Riley are like, dang, we got to keep it. You know what I mean? Like that is exactly the game is what you said. It's just evolving. Yeah, no, I think, I think we're going to look back at sort of this phase of pickleball. And I think we're kind of at the end of this phase and we're moving into a, a new type of game and, and new type of strategy, but we're going to look back and we're going to like laugh at the way we played now, because basically <laughs> yeah. most people play where the courts just divided up the middle. And as soon right. as the ball like goes into your, like, and I'm putting this in quotes, like your teammates territory, it's like, yeah. Oh, that's their ball. You. Yeah. Not necessarily. Right. I mean, like, as you said, you should be moving in a triangle and like you're forcing it, you're forcing the ball into certain corners that you want or, yeah. Um, you're positioning yourselves to create the play that you that you desire, right? That that is right. to your advantage, as opposed to just being like, "That's your side of the court. This is my side of the court, and um, I hope you play your side of the court as best as possible." <laughs> yeah. And that, that's 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 how that's how you win a match. Yeah, and you're at the mercy of your partner being able to maybe For hopefully sure. execute the things that are most of the time maybe yours. Yeah. drive down the middle if i'm on the left i should be taking 90 percent of those you know what i mean it's like people are going to start to see that and understand it and accept it and i think that's a big that's a big movement forward is accepting that that's like you said it's not a 50 50 game especially yeah. with the angles that are played and then you know the benefits of having your your forehand in a specific area that owns a majority of the court so for me it's like all right well then how do i hyper now i'm going to hyper focus on the right side or get really good at the left you know, and I think that's going to be fun as people start to figure out what they want to be, like what their identity is on the court. Oh, I'm a right sider. What do you play? You know, like for beach volleyball, it's like, oh, what do you play? Before we play, if we've never played together, I'm like, Thomas, do you play left or right? You're like, oh, I'm a little bit more comfortable on the right. I'm like, oh, okay, I can play both. I'll go left. Because you're like, I'm specializing and I'm confident and I know I can do my job on this side. And we're going to see that when we show up to like rec courts and be like well what side do you yeah. play you know and they're going to be like oh i'm a right sider you're like perfect i like the left <laughs> yeah right it's gonna be crazy well there's also like i mean <laughs> there's also okay so one there's a component of if you're just showing up to get exercise and and do like casual play okay fine each of you have your side right uh and you kind of respect that but if you're trying to win a match like there's one of you is going to be better than the other and there's going to be a better way to play this match Right. Part of it is like, how do you overcome the ego of, of certain players? Right. Yes. And like somebody has to take a step back and be like, okay. And now granted, this is assuming that it's like two righties and it's not like a, right. You know, like a lefty righty scenario or, or something like that. But, you know, identifying who the stronger player is, who should, who should take more of the, the court and accepting that. Like that's, that's going to be pretty important if you want to be successful, right? Sometimes For it's not sure. going to be you. And sometimes that person thinks they're that person and just letting them be that person is better <laughs> yeah. for the team as a whole. That's yeah. always been my kind of like 
expertise as a partner in a two-man game as well is, hey, if my guy wants to be the alpha all day long, but we know when it's game time, like, and see who shows up, everyone, everyone in the crowd knows who that alpha is. I don't need to say it. I don't need the attention. You know what I mean? But as for the goal of the team, it's way better for our ceiling. Our ceiling is much higher. If my guy is confident and thinks he's the alpha and believes he is, and I also pump him up and let him believe that, cool. Because if he makes an error, he's going to know it's his fault. I don't need to tell him, right, you know? Right. And so I think <laughs> you're, always, you're always trying to maximize your team because you also, what I think is so cool and I love to talk about is when we go into like a tournament draw, we have playoffs and we go to a tournament draw. It's all about matchups. And I think pickleball is very similar. When you got teams that are very close in talent, it's all about matchups and how you play against each other, not necessarily if you could beat teams that are at a certain level, right? And so I think then you start to hyper-focus and, all right, how do I attack this matchup with this game plan and this strategy? And then I've got my A game, then we've got our B game, and then we've got our C game. We've got multiple layers of attack that we can use if one doesn't work. And then yeah. we can always circle back, right? And so the matchup aspect becomes very important because now if the chemistry between me and my partner is really good and we're flowing, we're able to beat more uh, teams with different types of matchups and scenarios. And I think that's another evolution is, all right, we're playing guys that come from a gnarly tennis background or they don't play tennis and they're self-taught. So they got this weird self-taught style, but it's executing. You got to be able to, to beat all of those types of players yeah. as a team. And I think, having a good chemistry and a good flow um, that's going to help you raise that level and evolve with the game as well, because that's, that's more a part of beach volleyball than actually just being good at the game is being able to beat different types of players and teams and scenarios and be good together. That part's important. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I'm at these pro tournaments, like sometimes I'll sit in the player area. It's like, yeah, these guys are speaking a different language uh like seriously they are because they're everything you just said they're thinking about that they're thinking about depending on who they're about to play right how they're going to structure their dynamic and it changes from match to match yeah. that's a whole nother layer of complexity that i think rec play amateurs are are missing and part of that is because even if you were to put like even if you were to send, you know, a, a reporter in there to like talk to them and and absorb how they're thinking about the the game and the strategy, yeah. it would still be difficult for that reporter to then come and communicate that to to the the audience and like the fans of the game because I I do think it's just it's a level of complexity that when even when I hear it I'm like, man, they're talking so above my head right now like they're thinking. They're thinking about this game so differently. And that's kind of why I feel like when Colin just started ranting, I was just sitting there like, what's even happening right now? Some of yeah. that stuff, even listening back, I was pausing and like rewinding and be like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And I would listen, I'd be like, oh. Yeah. You know? like, oh my gosh. That makes so much sense now. Yeah. And it's crazy because I think, uh, I follow the guy, uh, Shay Underwood. Is that his last Shea name? Shay Underwood, yeah. We so had he mic'd up a last couple of his, his matches I mm -hmm. saw on YouTube. And I've done that on the AVP and then also yeah. in practices. And the fans love that. Yeah. And I think that breaks down a lot of what we like talked about with Colin. Because then you're seeing it in real time. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to right. see that level of in like, 
layers of intensity on how they're strategizing combos and all that kind of stuff with, I just watched them execute it in real time. And it was really cool because I think Shay's doing a good job of providing that type of yeah. content. And then my, yeah. my like my commentary to that would be, all right, that's rad. But this is what I always did because I felt like we have these common terms when we play, Hey, let's go. We're fine. Hey, side out. Uh, here we go. Time out. Hey, just energy. Let's go. Hey man, let's go. Like there's just a lot of filler words ands and ums and let's go and mine. You know what I mean? Like I feel like what takes that to the next level, which I think I've seen him grow watching all his content. It's really cool that there starts to be more quality input and commentary mid game in between a, a ball that's dead. Right. And we go back to serve or receive. There's actual like there's action items that we can focus on versus, Hey, let's go energy. Hey, here we go. There's, all right, let's return line and let's exploit, like, let's attack the right sider. And then we immediately have a game plan. All right, we're returning to the right sider and we're making him beat us, right? Yeah. And you're like, that didn't work. Okay, cool. We're going to return middle. Let's return middle and low. Here we go. And you just watch for the drive down the middle. You own that. Cool. And that's all you're thinking about. And having those type of quick comments and com uh, commentary between plays, that's what slowly starts to like level up your ability to execute versus just it being like an energy thing. Cause I feel like I've just noticed of talking to this guy, I'm going off now when I'm not winning, I'm actually on defense and I'm just like keeping the ball in and waiting for them to speed up and then hoping right. I can counter or dodge. And I'm like, that's always when a team goes up on points and you feel that energy yeah. and like stress yeah, being yeah, yeah. pushed on you. And you're like, Ugh. yep, yep. So I think having those specific terms and th that information for scenarios where it feels out of control and it always feels worse than it really is. But when we hyper-focus on a, like an action item as a team, all of that feeling and stress and like it, the, the vibe changes, it flips 100% because now we're hyper-focused on executing and we're giving each other good feedback and making micro adjustments. And I feel like I'm excited to see while he mics himself up, as it grows and how it develops, because I think that's such a cool thing to, to have. It'd be rad to see Ben and Colin do that. Right. And hear them chirping in between plays as they walk back to grab the ball. You know yeah. What that's mean? what I, was so cool about uh major league pickleball. It's like, we could actually hear some of that. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I hope, I hope that they do, they do more of that, but to your point, like pickleball is super streaky. Oftentimes yeah. it's all about momentum and, which side of that momentum you're on. So making those micro adjustments. And sometimes that's focusing on one thing, do one thing better. You can prevent yourself from being on the wrong side of that, that point swing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, it's exactly. Super important. All right. Last thing I actually have to, to jump, unfortunately, in, in like five here, but uh, you were talking about, we were talking about like ego in, and we're like figuring out who should be the dominant player. <laughs> It was ma making me think of like when I show up to an LA fitness and I like run, like pick up basketball and you know, everybody in there, everybody in there has been watching Kobe highlights or whatever. And they think yes. they should be the one bringing the ball up the floor or, you know, yes. hitting the spot up three in the corner. And you kind of like, as you play, you sort of feel out, okay, who are the alphas out here? Who's going to take the ball up? And uh, it kind of just becomes this thing. That's like, it's this sort of like unsaid, unspoken understanding that yeah. everybody comes to as the game 
progresses. And I think there's yeah. going to have to be like more of that in pickleball. It's like you show up, you're just watching your Ben Johns highlights and you're like, you know, I can't wait to do this, this, and this. And like, then all of a sudden they're like, ah, uh, now you're playing the right side today. Actually. Uh, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, uh, Sorry, dude. you're yeah. not the dominant player, bro. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. For sure. Oh, I love it. But you don't get to play the left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's going to be happening more and more. It's, it's going to be fun. All right. I think, um, I think we, assuming you're, you're around next week, I think we got you for another episode. Who do you yeah. think we should have on next week? And I want to, I want to get another, like, I want to get another nerd like Colin on. Yeah. Somebody like to break it down. Minds. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've I always, love- I wanted to get, um, Simone and Tyson on for what Tyson McGuffin yes. and Simone Jarjim yes. and I've gone back and forth with them, but they're, they're both always so busy, but they I want to get so somebody much. like that. Who's been around the game for a while is at the top and is like super in tune with like the types of strategies that you can employ. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I think Tyson would be that Tyson and those two exactly. And Simone are like the two that I feel like I watch and they're really breaking down a lot of things and, and and developing things that i've never even heard i'm like yeah oh that makes so much sense it's so you clear. know who else is like that is um do you know who austin gridley is yes he's a utah guy too he yeah yeah and he's kind of got like an unorthodox style he's he's sort of like an unassuming presence but every once in a while he finds himself on a podium and you can always see like if you just like see him commenting on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or whatever, he's always talking about the nuances of the game. I, th- I feel like he'd be a good guest and just yeah, kind of like very intellectual next level type layers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm I not that. Him. I'm not that. And I'm trying to like at least partially become that. So. That's good. You're the kind of guy that I'd play really well with because I'd be overthinking everything and you'd be like, Hey, let's just return the ball in. I'd be like, oh, yeah, right. That makes so much sense dude. Cause I was thinking about yeah. the eight different things that they shifted, they fake poached and then they didn't poach and then they're pushing, you know, and then you'd be like, no, let's just keep the ball in play. Like, yeah. Yeah. You need that combo. You need the balance. Yeah. I'm the guy who just wants to go for like the earning every time. And like, I'm making the athletic play. I'm not thinking yeah. about the next one. It's all instinctual. Yeah, just the, the ATP option right now. Let's oh, do for it. sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. That's Dude, a, that's a fun good way to if play. He has time. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's way fun. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm just yeah. trying to be, I'm just trying to make a highlight reel. Okay. Right. Listen, it's all for the gram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so all right, good. dude. Uh, yeah. Cameron was fun. Let's think about who we're going to have on uh, next, next week. And um, yeah, no, maybe good. we, Maybe we do like a, a listener poll. Let them decide what they who they want, who they'd like to hear yeah. from. But then it always comes down to like if that person's available, right? That's well, true. we can be flexible. All right. You and Tyson would always yell at me because uh, you know, hit because my I'm like I'm like always changing the times and stuff, but he's like, I can only do this time. But you and me, I feel like we're a little bit more flexible. At least we have been lately. So. We flowed, yeah. Yeah, you let me get to, you let me get through traffic to make it on time. So it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, dude. Sweet. Good cool. episode. Thanks, yeah. guys. See you everybody. Later.